This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to TechCrunch Daily News, a roundup of the top tech news of the day. A just-approved test could speed up the rate of coronavirus testing. The stock market had a historically bad day yesterday, and Russian trolls shift to outsourcing. Here's your Daily Crunch for March 13, 2020. First up, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration has granted emergency approval for use of a new coronavirus test that can increase the range of testing patients by up to 10 times compared to methods in use currently, Bloomberg reports. That speed improvement refers specifically to the technical capabilities of the testing process, meaning access to testing is still a separate issue, but it's still the first commercially available test that has received emergency approval and for which equipment exists in fairly high volume across the United States. In earnings, yesterday was a terrible day for the stock market, with the Dow Jones Industrial Average dropping by just under 10 percent, the largest single-day percentage decline since the stock market crash of 1987. Investors shrugged off news that the Federal Reserve was stepping in to offer nearly $1.5 trillion in emergency relief as the major indexes all fell sharply the morning after President Donald Trump addressed the nation to outline the government's continued response to the novel coronavirus outbreak. Next, according to a pair of reports out from Facebook and Twitter, a disinformation campaign run by individuals with links to Russia's Internet Research Agency is back and focused on the U.S., but this time it's being run out of Africa. This network was in the early stages of building an audience and was operated by local nationals, some wittingly and some unwittingly, in Ghana and Nigeria on behalf of individuals in Russia, Facebook explained in its blog post. Also, Slack shares plummeted 20% after its growth forecast failed to excite investors. Slack's current quarter revenue guidance is a tiny bit light, while its full-year revenue guidance is in the middle of expectations. Why is the company being punished then? Because the world has changed in the last two weeks, and Slack had a very rich valuation. In security news, remote work policies are increasingly popular across the tech industry as companies push flexible working arrangements. In doing so, these companies have to prepare their IT infrastructure to accommodate remote working. For a look at how to maintain data security, an Extra Crunch membership is required. 
In broadband news, Verizon, which owns TechCrunch, said yesterday it will boost investment in network infrastructure, increasing its capability guidance by $500 million to prepare for the rise in telecommuting and online learning amid the coronavirus outbreak. Verizon has not seen any measurable increases in data usage, even as some businesses, schools, and other organizations are asking its employees to work remotely, Chairman and CEO Hans Vestberg told CNBC in an interview. And finally, Reporters Without Borders is using Minecraft to sneak censored works across borders. The organization, collaborating with reporters, Minecraft pros, and of course, a creative agency, has produced an enormous in-game, uncensored library that hosts a variety of suppressed reportage from places like Saudi Arabia, Russia, and Vietnam. That's all for today. Hope you're all staying safe. Check back weekday afternoons for more from TechCrunch or go to TechCrunch.com. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.